This is episode 16 and the final episode of An Impossible Journey from Vancouver to Switzerland via the Khyber Pass. We are back, and this is, if not our final episode, our next to last episode of the podcast, An Impossible Journey from Vancouver to Switzerland via the Khyber Pass. Seems a little bit sad that we're at the end of the journey, at the end of the trip. We are now on Thursday, April the 1st, 1971. You have arrived into Milan, Italy around one o'clock, having left, what was it, Yugoslavia, I guess, at the time, we, right? Zagreb, Zagreb, yeah. wasn't it? We were yeah. in Zagreb. We, we, slept in the, we slept in the train. Right. So now we're in Milan at one o'clock. You bought tickets, train tickets for the next day to Bern. So you're going to stay one night uh, at a hotel near the train station in Milan and you check your two bags in to the luggage holding area at the train station. Tell us what happened then. It says here you wanted to go look for shoes in the city center and go and see the big cathedral. So you went into the center of Milan. What happened? Well, we went uh, to see the Scala di Milano, the big Scala, the big opera theater, because, um, I was there years before with a, a group of ballet dancers. We went to the Scala, and so I wanted to go back again to see that because it's a fantastic theater when you be inside, you know. Mm-hmm. And then also one of those big. Um, we went to um, like um, what's it, a cathedral or something? Yeah, but I don't remember. What I can remember is that the shopping center is that like. A covered arcade, yeah, that's a, right. yeah. a huge a shopping center with all sorts of fancy shops. And uh, maybe that was where I thought I was going to buy some shoes or something. But um, what we what we did there was we went into an ice cream parlor. That's right. It was upstairs, like a, a loft thing, balcony thing, yeah, looking very, down into the, the mall, you know. Very, it was very fancy and very nice. And I'm sure we were feeling quite happy yeah they had ice cream there and when he came around to pay for the ice cream i go in my jacket pocket and my wallet wasn't there we had gone we had gone on a a bus or a tram or something and we were standing um and you know rolf would have been yeah yeah, holding on to you know the the um handle thingies that hang down and uh, the pockets of granddad's jacket the one that we he got in nepal yeah 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 yeah, they were big pockets wide open i mean it would have been a pickpockets dream when he came across yeah yeah Yeah. anyway so i discovered my wallet was gone with the passport uh, the ticket to switzerland the two tickets for the Luggage, which was in a hold, everything was in there. We needed, the waiter wanted the money for the ice cream. And I, luckily, I always put a few dollars up in my shirt pocket here. And I had $20 in there. So and, and I, the, 
Yeah, the ice cream yeah. was really expensive. We, yeah, you yeah. know, when we saw what, what the ice cream cost, we were, oh my god, really expensive. And then we, he had no wallet, yeah. <laughs> but luckily. And so we just I had the twenty bucks to pay for the ice cream. At least we got out of there easy. And um, of course, we we're totally flabbergasted now. What do we do now? So yeah, absolutely said, no money. No, no money. And, and we booked into a hotel. Yeah, we had booked in a hotel. We so went back we, to we the go, hotel, didn't we? We went back to the yeah, hotel to we ask to what the, should we do. No, we went to the police station. And he said, yeah. To report what was happened. So we have a police report. So, of course, there again, you have to find somebody who speaks English in Italy. So mm-hmm. we're sitting in a police station and explaining to this guy, which spoke some English, what happened. They wrote it all up and in case you know, somebody finds the wallet or the passport or whatever, you know. So we had a, a letter typed out with the happening. And with that thing, we went to the... Canadian embassy because I was traveling as Canadian. My Canadian passport was in the wallet. So we went to the, it was a Monday. We went to Canadian embassy, explained that to them and showed them the police report. You know, that that's happening. Of course, my accent tried to convince them that I'm Canadian. That was the first hurdle we had to get oh, over. Oh, no. But you know what, Jessica? Your dad remembered his passport number. Oh, well done. Yeah. He could tell them uh, his passport number because we'd given it so many times because we needed so many visas on the on the journey um that i mean i couldn't have remembered mine i don't think but rolf remember he remembered his and so that was one good thing he knew his passport number and i i had a a card like a credit card but it was the citizenship that i'm a canadian citizen oh good i had that beside the passport but i cut it in half because the pictures i i used for um a visa in Afghanistan that they needed a passport fit picture. So I didn't have one. So I just cut this picture of the Canadian citizenship card and gave <laughs> oh, him that. Yeah. I still have the other half. <laughs> but of course, that other half was also in the wallet. So that didn't help anything. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I, well, you while you're talking, I thought you had it with you. No. So that was, so none of that was any good. Okay. But um, so anyway, there we were, and oh, and and it was a Monday. I was thinking it was, it was Monday. I yeah. think it, I thought I was thinking it was a Friday coming up no, to a weekend. It was a Monday. But, okay. So the, the Canadian said, "Well, we can't check with Ottawa, the the capital of Canada, because in Canada it's a holiday. So they they couldn't even check with them that I'm a Canadian citizen." Yeah. So we didn't know what to do. We said, but they, was, we, we they were nice. We they were nice ladies. Yeah. And actually, in in the, at the embassy or where we were, consulate, yeah. whatever it was, there, there were very few employees because yeah. it was a holiday in Canada, yeah. you see. So it was just like, a, a you know, I just remember that, those two women. Yeah. But uh, lots of, uh, you know, empty desks because yeah. others were, were, um, were off because of this Canadian holiday. Anyway, so this this lady felt really sorry for us. Now, she was Italian, she, wasn't she? Yeah, they are very all Italian. Yeah, yeah. well, so maybe the, maybe the ones and that she, weren't them are Canadian. I don't know. She she rolled out 
a one-day passport so I could go into Switzerland. Wow. Okay, I was safe once I was in Switzerland. Like a letter, it was a one-day valid passport. Mm -hmm. But they also, we had no money to pay for the hotel or we had no money to buy more tickets to go to Switzerland, which we'd already bought, which were in the wallet. Oh, yeah. So she, she said... She gave you some money, right? Yeah. The, the, the two women spoke together and, yeah. and then they said, well, you know, we'll lend you the money so yeah. that you can pay for the hotel and buy train tickets. Yeah. And those, those two, I don't, yeah, I don't know if they put it together, but yeah, because of those two women, we were able to, to pay for yeah. um, the hotel and get into Switzerland. And, we yeah. went, and then we went to the train station. We, we stayed overnight in the hotel. Mm-hmm. And paid. He was no. I, I do remember that he was. He was the one that told us where how to go to the police yeah. station and everything. So that was really nice of him. After us having told him that we didn't have the money to pay for the hotel. Um, oh, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, yeah he, he was nice. Yeah, and and the two women at the, at the consulate were amazing. Absolutely amazing. So we went to the train station to um, go and get our luggage, which we didn't have tickets for. And this is long, big wooden counter, you know, like a countertop, two feet wide, and the guy standing behind, and then the big racks, wooden racks with all the luggage stacked up. And so I came up, and of course, the guy couldn't speak English, to explain to him. The, and I saw our uh, two bags. Yeah, we could see our bags. Our bags were right in front in the first rack. I, I saw the bags, and I pointed it, they, they're my bags, as so, when I showed him the police report, we reported that the tickets were stolen and all this. Well, he wouldn't have it and said, no way. He said, whoever has the tickets gets the yeah, luggage. Yeah, he didn't speak English, but he may, yeah. he somehow made us understand yeah. that who came with the, with the left luggage tickets would, uh, would get, get the, the luggage. luggage. Yeah, so, it that, was horrible. Yeah, it was at that just point, awful. I had enough, and I jumped over the counter, go back, grabbed my bags, come back over the counter. No, you weren't back over the counter. You were you were struggling on where the bags struggling. were with the man. He wasn't going to let you have them, and you wanted them. And and by this time, a crowd had, had gathered around, uh, and because there was a big commotion. And and it was horrible because people were laughing. They thought it was funny, and then I ju I just suddenly burst into tears. I just burst into tears, and then somebody and a person felt sorry for me, and he said to he would go with me to get the police, get a policeman. So he he it wasn't very far, and we got a, we got a policeman that came and to uh, to this side of the counter and then you know sort, sort of explaining um you were really angry and and, yeah, and of, course. of course and i was trying i was saying to you no this is a good guy he helped me this this guy helped me you know get the policeman and everything and Rob, oh it was just anyway was so the police the policeman uh, spoke a little bit of english so I, I didn't let go. I still had to hang on to the backs. I didn't let go of the backs. So I, I told the policeman, I can tell you exactly what's inside the bag to prove that these are my backs. Yeah, we had oh, the right. keys. Yeah. yeah. We had the keys. Yeah. And he, he wouldn't even, you know, he wouldn't yeah. even agree that there were our bags, even though we had the keys. Yeah, the guy with the counter, yeah. But the policeman the then policeman. said, okay, uh, show me. So we, we opened up the bags. 
and exactly in there what I told him was in there. Right. So he, he talked to the guy behind the counter and told him, yeah, they're the bags that belong to them, you know. And he, he showed the police, I showed him the police record that it was stolen and all this. So anyway, Yeah. So he let us have it and we could go and board the train. It was a truly <laughs> traumatizing was, experience. And this Jess. was at the end of our three uh, months journey through Indian, Nepal, Pakistan, all these places, and you come into you know suppo- supposedly you know uncivilized countries, you know dirt poor people and everything, and you get back into in quotation marks civilization. And uh, this is what happened to us. The yeah. worst possible thing that happened on the whole trip. It was Aww. awful. Yeah, it was Aww. It was a terrible ending to the yeah. journey. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, yeah, you've just been gone for so long, had all these adventures, get back to Italy of all places. Yeah. And then your, yeah. your last day of your trip, and it's the, the absolute worst. Yeah. 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 So yeah. anyway, finally, we... We did, of course. Ordered the train. Yeah, know. of course. We wanted to do nothing, nothing else in Milan at no, all. No. You just, just wanted to leave the place. Yeah, I'm we sure. We just wanted out of that place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Passport control. The customs came in the train, and we showed them that it was one day. I train. remember yeah. feeling very nervous. Yeah. That um, when the passport control person came because, in, yeah, that, that he wasn't going to accept it. Ah, oh, that's the thing. I remember the policeman when we, we all the commotion was going on at the station because Rolf didn't have a passport, and then I said, "I've got, I've got my passport," and and that sort of calmed him down a bit because I at least I had my passport. Yeah, but we were still a bit nervous. That, you know, was this piece of paper going to work? You know. <laughs> anyway, so then we got into Switzerland, of course. That was our end point of the journey, the, the point to stay in Switzerland with, with our, my parents and start a new life in Switzerland. That was it. But then listen to this. How about three months later, we're living in Switzerland. We got a big package, big envelope and open it up. And there was my wallet with my passport, with the train tickets to Switzerland, with the two tickets for the luggage. Everything was in there except the cash. Really? Yeah. yeah. So somebody found it. In... Yeah, and there was a note, wasn't there? There's a note, a note yeah. It, it was found at the back of um, trash cans. Yeah, somebody took the cash and threw the Just wallet threw in the, the trash can. And and actually, it, probably, it must have missed the trash can because yeah. it was down at the back of the trash yeah. can. So may, maybe the guy who was emptying, emptying the trash cans, yeah. maybe he found it. I don't know, but whoever and they found it sent in, it back to us. Of course. So soon we were at home with my parents. We sent the money they lent us back to the consulate, to the two yeah. ladies. They, and I remember, they yeah, I, I bought some um, a beautifully embroidered, some Swiss hankies, or it was either hankies or lace or something, but it was some Swiss embroidery. So, you know, I included that as a, as a thank you, um, you know, for, for lending us the money. Oh, yeah, um, so, yeah. We, we sent that back to them, but uh, so it was the um, the, uh, the consulate women that yeah. that explained where it was found. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Wow, and, that's uh, interesting. I didn't know that. I don't know that I've heard that before. That you got the package three months later with yeah. with the stolen wallet and everything. 
Well, that's interesting. I like what I was laughing at earlier, mom, is that you wrote in your journal, you know, this, this entire saga, this traumatizing event that had happened. And then you end it with some April fool's day. This was (laughs) because it was April the first when it all happened. (laughs) Oh, right. Yeah. (laughs) And so that, that is it. Um, you write here, so ends my diary of the trip that took us miles through 16 different countries from Vancouver to Bern. It was the most fabulous experience of our lives. And the only bad thing about it was that we had neither the money nor the inclination to stay longer or visit more places. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, we had to keep moving on. It seemed to yeah. me that we were moving very quickly, but of course we had to because we didn't have the money to, you know, stay stay longer or yeah. you know pay for food and yeah, lodging. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned here that you'd like to see places like Kashmir and South India that you missed. That's missed right. This That's time. right. I, I would have and yeah, Singapore, we, Singapore. we did lots of the lots of people yeah. we met in Thailand were moving were going down to Singapore, yeah, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We just didn't have the money to to do anything other than we did, but we did lots. But you, you know, did we, lots, yeah. yeah we really did, did. And that's it. So, any any final thoughts? Anything that you, or is that just that was kind of it? And then you just started yeah. your life in Switzerland. Yeah, well, I would say we visiting some other countries later but we never went couldn't go back to those most of those countries because of this political situation you can't go into afghanistan pakistan you know with iran Iran, which we went the only place we went back was turkey we went back to istanbul and cappadocia there Mm. that's about it yugoslavia doesn't exist anymore you know so things have changed. Yeah, since since then, and then certainly since uh, you've retired, you've done lots and yeah. lots of traveling, haven't you? But yeah. you've gone to new places, different places. You haven't yeah. necessarily returned to the ones where you went on this yeah. particular yeah. trip. And I've spoken to people that have gone, uh, you know, sort of in recent years to to Nepal, to Kathmandu, and Jess, it's nothing, nothing like the Kathmandu that we were in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, well, of course. Full of yeah. tourists, full of, full of rich tourists now. I mean, all all of those the places are there. They're yeah, very they're... very different. Very you know more crowded. Yeah, Forty with, years ago, with expect with uh, tourists with lots of money. Nearly yeah. fifty. No, fifty years ago. Fifty years 50 ago. Years yeah. ago. Yeah. So yeah, things will be different. Time yeah. will have moved yeah. on. Thank you to everybody who's been listening to our podcast, an impossible journey. From Vancouver to Switzerland via the Khyber Pass. This is our last episode. We hope you've enjoyed it. I would like to thank them too. I hope they enjoyed the whole journey with us. Yeah, well, I and it's been very in, enjoyable for Granddad and I reliving, um, you know, the the events. Um, yeah. And as you might may have noticed, people's memories differ. <laughs> like sometimes I remember things slightly different from the way Rolf remembers them. But uh, that's that's what mem- memory is not equal for everybody. We remember things differently. That's true. We absolutely do. Yeah, but, for yeah. sure great i mean it put me right back in those different situations that we're in uh, it, it's been good thanks for doing this jessica yes thank you oh good well i've really enjoyed doing it too because i've enjoyed reliving it with you reading your journal but then also hearing all of the extra details as 
we talked through it each episode. And so there are lots of details you've added that weren't in the journal. And that's been really fun to be able to go through those and, um, and really get a fuller, more colorful picture of this trip that, I mean, I have to say, you know, I grew up hearing about and really shaped my perception of what travel could be or should be. And so as an adult, or as I got older, you know, I wanted to go to these places and have these adventures because I had grown up hearing your story of this particular journey. And for me, that was something, you know, I aspired to. So it's been really wonderful reliving it with you and being able to capture it and share it certainly with our family. I know Daniel and Katrina and other family members have enjoyed listening to it. And then the wider podcasting community. And and some of my friends have have really, really enjoyed it, which is wonderful. Yeah. And they tell tell me, you know, they're waiting for the next uh, episode to come out. Yeah. So that's, that's been good. Yeah, absolutely. All right, mom and dad, let's go ahead and sign off now and say goodbye. Okay. Bye everybody. That ends the final episode of the podcast, An Impossible Journey from Vancouver to Switzerland via the Khyber Pass. Thank you for listening.